Hey everybody, Jonathan Dorr with you once again for the Catholic Teacher Daily Podcast because we can never get enough daily encouragement, daily inspiration. You know, the older I get, the more I realize that God works through the created order. I think for many years of my spiritual journey, I was deeply frustrated that uh, I didn't hear a booming voice from heaven every time I had a question. You know, I used to joke that I would have appreciated an email from God just outlining some dot points about what to do at each challenging moment. Have you ever been there uh, in your spiritual journey where you're, you're praying and you're wondering why God doesn't seem to answer? You know, I think as I've got older that He speaks to us in all sorts of different ways, often just through the encouragement of the people around us. You know, there's so many different ways that he's speaking. I recommend to you a book called Simply Open. I'm looking here around the studio trying to see if I can see it anywhere. I can't remember who the author was, but do an Amazon search for the book Simply Open. It's a beautiful book where the author just talks about being open to the incredible ways that God is speaking to us all the time, you know, through uh, friendships, relationships, food, nature. You know, this is an interesting example. We have very cold winters here, and uh, we've just come into spring, and it's starting to get warm. And where we live, there's this tree, and I think it's, it's a big bush. It's jasmine. And in spring, this thing just literally just explodes and the scent is phenomenal and it's always been uh, I guess for me when I smell that each year it's a beautiful thing it sort of reminds me that summer's coming and there's a feeling you get and I'm convinced that these are the ways that God speaks to us yes he speaks through us through scripture yes he speaks to us through sacrament yes he speaks to us through the church but he also speaks to us through the created order through the physical realities around us. So don't rule that out as you go throughout your day. You know, uh, be expectant in your faith. Be expectant that he's going to speak to you. It might be through a relationship, a, an interaction with a student. It might be through a interaction with one of your colleagues or a parent or something good that happens. And uh, just keep your eyes open. Keep your spirit open for all those ways in which he is constantly trying to tell you that he is with you. Now, just before... Going to a couple of other things. Today's readings from Ephesians chapter 3. I just want to give you the last couple of lines here around about verse 21. So where St. Paul says, Now to him who is able to accomplish far more than all we ask or imagine by the power at work within us. Where I just think that's quite extraordinary, you know, that St. Paul's reminding us that God can do more than we can ask, more than we can hope, more than we can imagine. Now, I know we often don't feel that way, but the eyes of faith are going to operate at a different level. That God has in store for us more than we can ask, more than we can hope for, and more than we can possibly imagine. Which kind of leads into the quote that I wanted to share with you today. Regular listeners know that I'm uh, working through a book on Catholic education by uh, Dr. Ryan Topping. It's called The Case for Catholic Education. Listen to this quote for today. He says this, As transcendence recedes, what's transcendence? So philosophically, uh, the transcendentals are something, uh, are, are realities that transcend any individual's person, any individual person's experience of them. And the transcendentals are truth, beauty, and goodness. So as he says here, as transcendence recedes, so as our encounter as cultures with truth, 
with beauty and with goodness recede. Now, can we agree that that's sort of happening? Look at our political discourse. Look at all the turmoil in the world. Do you feel we're in a moment where sort of truth, beauty and goodness are receding a little bit? So here comes the rest of the quote. He says, as transcendence recedes, the human person does not give up on ideals. When we turn away from God, we do not abandon heaven. We simply try to bring it down to earth. Now, there's a lot to this. Let me just break this down a little bit, why it's relevant to Catholic education. Often when I'm doing live seminars for teachers, I talk about this Latin term, capax Dei. And one of the ways that the church understands the human person is that we are something called capax Dei. Capax is capacity or capacity for something. And Dei is, of course, God. So the, the Catholic understanding of the human person is we are capax Dei. We are a God-seeking being. You know, eternity has been stamped in our hearts, in our very DNA is this yearning for God. You know, G.K. Chesterton writing back in the 1930s, used to say that, uh, he had a famous quote where he said, Every man who knocks on the door of a brothel is looking for God. Now, I know you're going, Jonathan, how did that sneak into the daily podcast? But think about it. Anybody in any form of addiction, whether it's, you know, drug addiction or sexual addiction or is looking for transcendence they're looking for escape they're looking for something else so this desire for what is true what is good what is beautiful is stamped very very deeply into the human heart and as our culture is increasingly referred to as post-christian that desire for transcendence and eternity doesn't disappear it just manifests in i'd say mutated forms so, you know, the idea that we can create utopian societies through purely political action, I think this matters for Catholic teachers because so many of our students are being, you know, almost in some ways radicalized, like not necessarily in Catholic schools, but throughout the education system, we have so many students who are, I guess, transforming this desire for transcendence, this Capex Day into social political action. And throughout history, while they've, look, there's obviously been definite benefits to social and political change, but if we make the, you know, the goal of reality, the, the human journey, just about that, then we're acting in a way contrary to the truth of our nature. So listen to this one more time. As transcendence recedes, the human person does not give up on ideals. Why not? Because we can't. Because we're Capex Day. Because every student in your classroom has been created with a longing for heaven, whether they know it or not. The desire for truth, the desire for beauty, the desire for goodness. You know, C.S. Lewis used to explain it like this. He said, you know, we've, we experience hunger, right? And we know that there's something called food. But no matter how much we eat, eventually every person can't eat any more. They've had enough food. They just, whether it's a little bit or a lot, you know, eventually we hit that point. But the thing about the transcendentals, about truth, beauty, and goodness, have you ever heard somebody say, you know what? I've had enough truth. I don't want any more truth. No more truth for me. I would like some lies, please. Have you ever heard someone say, you know what? That sunset, it's way too beautiful. I've had too much beauty today. I've hit my beauty threshold. No more beauty for me, please. I'd like some ugliness. I'd like to go and live in a really ugly place and watch ugly things on television and have ugly relationships. Ever heard someone say that? I don't think so. And finally, goodness. Have you ever heard someone say, you know what? There's too much goodness in the world. You know, there's just my, my, my wife, she's too good to me. My husband, he's too good to me. My friends, they're too good to me. I need some meanness. I need some nastiness. I need to be betrayed. We've never heard that. 
and this is the thing about the transcendentals is that they're infinite aristotle would say that you know god was supreme truth supreme beauty supreme goodness so you know these desires are so central so as you go into your classroom remember that we are not raising homo economicus we are not raising inputs to the factory education college economic system those are byproducts of a great catholic education what we're doing is seeing before us all these wonderful young people who are kpax day and this idea when he finishes this quote here he says that we simply try to bring it down to earth i think that's what we're seeing in aspects of you know social political action action extreme elements of environmentalism we're seeing a generation of young people being i guess hijacked into the belief that they can create some kind of utopian society here you know i gotta be honest with you how many times you hear people talk about you know they want to change the world you know, how many young people are like, you know, I really want to change the world. And we sort of pat them on the back and we say, oh, that's that's really great. You know, you go for it. We don't want to be cynical. We don't want to be flippant. But, you know, we're meant to bring justice to the earth. We're meant to bring goodness and the presence of Christ into the earth. But I think there's a little bit of hubris in this idea that every single one of us is going to radically change the world. I love getting older and, you know, this concept of staying in my lane. I actually like just allowing God to use me where he wants to use me. I don't have to be God. I don't have to run the universe. So I think we could take some pressure off our students by going, hey, allow the Holy Spirit to prompt you into what he wants to do with your life rather than, you know, so many kids just ending up really obsessed with huge global movements that um, can often leave them, you know, feeling that they are a little betrayed, perhaps. So I don't know what you think about that. Some of you might go, right, this is the last podcast from Jonathan I'm ever listening to. Well, thank you so much. I've enjoyed your company. And, uh, you know, a podcast for everyone is a podcast for no one. So I just hope that we can realize the beauty and richness of this amazing vocation we have in Catholic education and how we can help young people see the truth about their destiny, their identity, and you play such a crucial role in that every single day. So from Ephesians, what do we learn today? That God can do more than we can ask, hope, and imagine. And I think some of that's got to do with heaven. We've, we've lost a bit of that filter about heaven. You know, this idea of creating a utopia on earth is that we lose the fact that this is simply, this isn't home. You know, I mean, Sir Teresa of Avila said that. C.S. Lewis said that. This isn't home. This is not home. And while we should try and make it as just and as kingdom-centered as possible, let's not, as, not, let's not let it take our eyes away from our eternal home and help young people understand in our classrooms, heaven is our home. We need to love the Lord. We need to grow in virtue. We need to become saints so that we can take as many of our friends, family, uh, and acquaintances with us to our eternal home. All right, friends, God bless you. Hope that's useful for you in your journey. Thank you for what you're doing as a Catholic educator. Please make sure you've subscribed. That would be awesome if you could hit subscribe. Wherever you're listening, if you could leave a comment, that would also be a huge blessing. Now, last thing, everything's on the website, onecatholicteacher.com, onecatholicteacher.com. Please go to the resources page, hit the Going Deeper tab, because that is going to give you a completely free trial of the Going Deeper program. So go and check that out, onecatholicteacher.com. God bless your friends. My name is Jonathan Doyle. This has been the Catholic Teacher Daily Podcast, and I'll have another message for you tomorrow.